Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Tonight, or if you're down in Southeast United States, it was warm and you're rubbing the noses of everybody else in the country then. But anyway, thank you all for tuning in. This is Scott Burks with the Clown Hour. And this is our podcast, a uh, companion of my sports blog called The, T- the Clown Times, or that's Clown Spell with K. You can find me on the web at www.theclowntimes.net. And you can find me on Facebook. Just do a search in the Upper left-hand window, whether you are on your desktop, laptop, smartphone, wherever. Just, just, just type in the Clown Times. Again, it's Clown Spill with K. you find me there as well. Lots to get into this evening. Um, lots of crazy stuff happened over the weekend and last week, including, you know, uh, the Lakers just finding ways to blow it. It's like it's almost as if LeBron and company don't want to make the playoffs. As well as a continuous shitstorm that's going on with my beloved Pittsburgh Steelers. Are, are they the Pittsburgh Steelers or are they the old school Oakland Raiders? Or the Dallas Cowboys, rather. Anyway, where, you know, Tony O'Brown, of course, you know, is going to be traded. And I got thoughts on the general manager's quote unquote kids comment, one by uh, Kevin Colbert. And as well as, of course, the news that's been heralded around the world, sports world, Robert Kraft, the owner of the Damn New England Patriots. Uh, his process allegations of what we think may happen or maybe should happen from there. So help me break this down. It's my partner, y'all know him from DR slash HBCU Sports, where he raps about all things HBCU Sports, as well as um, his uh, Facebook Live podcast with the coaching company, uh, Sleazy Raider, every week on Facebook Live. The one and only Dwayne Nash is in the house. What up, D? Scott with the deal. Oh, you tell me. I, I'm wondering if Robert Kraft knows what the deal is, but we'll get to him later. My um, God. LeBron oh. James, that, for that matter. It's been, yo, it's been a clusterfuck of a, of, of a sports, <laughs> of a sports news week for many fans out there, man. It's just, Who it's, been, it's been an absolute trip. <laughs> I know, right? Oh. I mean, first LeBron. Not making hope like looking like he won't be making the playoffs for the first time since his second year in the league. 
the, mm-hmm. the crap that's going on with my Steelers and what course with crap. So this is a this is a clusterfuck podcast, basically. That's what it boils down to. But let's just start. And you know what? You're, you're missing a few things too. The the Mike Bibby, that? Uh, the Mike Bibby sexual harassment charge. Oh, that's right. My baby got got that's hit. That's going yeah. on. Yeah. And then now yeah. Pop he got popped for domestic sexual assault. Yeah, so it's been, it's been some stuff going on this this past week. I swear, dude, dude, it's it's been crazy. Let's, let's speaking of crazy, let's start with the, I guess the least crazy if you will, with, with with the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, dude, I don't know what the hell is going on with with LeBron Company. I saw those highlights, some highlights from that game against Memphis, where I don't know if you saw this, but this particular highlight where he just he was on quote unquote alleged defense. And mm-hmm. he just let a dude just uh, – mind you, there's another guy's man, but LeBron was in position to help. He just let him just go through. It just, uh, of course, wow. the guy missed the loop. He just blew the layup. But, yeah, it's, 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 it's somewhere on YouTube. Just type in LeBron, like, playing bad defense against Memphis or whatever. It'll come up. But what I'm going to wow. say is, I mean, the, the Lakers have not looked good. I mean, it's – they haven't been the same since LeBron went down that groin injury against the the, uh, the Warriors, which did just curb stump the hell out of the Warriors on Christmas Day. I mean, they went from mm-hmm. fourth in the East. I mean, I'm sorry, in the West to now eleventh place. Man, I mean, look look and look who they're behind, which is even crazier. They're behind. First of all, for the eighth spot, they're behind San Antonio by three games. They're also mm-hmm. behind Sacramento, who's been playing pretty damn good this year. By two games, even despite their coach, uh, by two mm-hmm. games, and guess who they tied with for eleventh? The Minnesota stinking Timberwolves. That's the just Timberwolves, terrible. another team that has had a very interesting fall from grace, if you will. Yeah, I mean, but at least we know they're underachievers. I mean, these things would be LeBron. I mean, the talk was yeah. LeBron's going to get into the playoffs and challenge the Golden State Warriors and the playoffs, blah, 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 blah. They're on track to miss it, man. And if you look, yeah. the other L.A. team, the Clippers, they're supposed to be tanking, right, to to to, to uh, secure their um, their protected, like, lottery pick or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, they are playing well. They're, they're in the seventh spot right now. They're clear four games up on the Lakers. And I know there's 50 games. They play 50 games already, right? And mm-hmm. they be in the Lakers. And so that means that the quick math is 32 more games. There's ground to be made up, okay? I get it. They can make up four games in 34 games, deficit in 32 games left to, left to go in the season. I get it. To at least to avoid um, um, the likes of, of the um, Golden State Warriors petition in the first round. They have to get at least in the seventh spot. But they just they the Lakers have not looked good, and you know I know we touched a bit on this last week I think on the Lakers playoffs chances, but what's what the hell is going on in L.A. right now? Well, oddly enough, you know I, I, if you remember when when LeBron first came over to L.A., he made a comment yeah. to try to you know get the fan base to kind of relax by saying you know. If we make the playoffs, you know, we may yeah. not be that good. You know, we may not even make the playoffs. So just temper your expectations. 
we're still a young team, and he was right. You know, they went ahead and added a bunch of pieces. And say what you will uh, uh, about Luke Walton, he still is Luke Walton. And, you know, he's not yeah. known for having a whole lot of experience by sure. combining the talent of young players and the vets that they added. Veterans. And it, it, you, you add injuries into this mix. Also, the fact of the vets that they did add, everyone questioned the additions because that's, that's being gentle. There, there's, there's space cases. You know, uh, Lance Stevenson, yeah. uh, 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 what's your boy's name? I'm looking at him, the seven-footer that was with Washington and Golden State. Uh, 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 God, I can't think of his name. But you know, Javel McGee, um, uh, 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 Michael Beasley, who's no longer with the team, uh, Rajon Rondo. Yeah, so you, you have you had half young talent that's still developing, half space cases, and LeBron James. Now, yeah. of course LeBron James as an athlete could get this team potentially together and then probably right. stay in the East and, and, and have them in the eighth, eighth position. But it's going to be a little bit tougher in the West. And, and, and he, he kind of expected that. You think? So, yeah, but at, at best, I thought that they would come in probably be a 16 and, yeah. excuse me, and avoid Golden State. But it turns out with that, those injuries that they've had, um, we also had a couple of suspensions, and now it just seems like certain young players mentally can't handle dealing with LeBron James as of right now. So you got a whole lot of stuff going on with this team, and I wouldn't be surprised if, Le- if LeBron is like, you know what, why even attempt to play at the level which I could play or that I'm known for playing at just for us to squeak in Get in as a six seed, or as a, a seven seed or eight seed, but they get in as a seven seed, they will end up having to face the Denver, the Denver Nuggets. Now the Denver Nuggets, good young team, but they're still right. unknown there. So it's a possibility that it could surprise them, but that's another story. I would favor the so Lakers over them. Like, I would favor the Lakers over them. See exactly. So you know, it, it, you would, but it's still a possibility. You know what I'm saying? And LeBron is probably thinking, dude, I don't know if I want the responsibility of having to carry this team on my back and we're not good enough to compete for a title. If we're not good enough to compete for a title, why even make the playoffs? You know, I don't don't have that necessity in my career where I need to just Mm -hmm. make the playoffs in order to make me feel good and attempt to, you know, and build on that, he's done that before. He's been there before. He's been in the past for eight straight years. He needs rest above anything else. So mm-hmm. I think it will be in his best interest to miss the playoffs this year. And you're right. With them currently being, what's that, uh, three games behind Golden State, not Golden State, I'm sorry, San Antonio for the eighth spot, they could yeah. mathematically turn it around and, 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 and compete for that spot. And you look at it, actually, you've got, what, four games that separate, this, actually five games, no, I'm sorry, six games that separate the number five spot, which is held by Houston, 
in, in the L.A. Lakers, which is currently at the 11th. So, once again, mathematically, they can even get up as high as the 50th, they don't need a lot of help. But why play that hard when you know that this team isn't good enough to compete for a championship? So just go ahead, rest up. The org got the money to spend in the summertime. The troops are coming. You yep. have this young squad potentially be a year, not potentially, but you have this young squad be a year older. Hopefully they get a little bit more mature and they'll be able to handle the pressure of being an L.A. Laker, playing alongside LeBron James, and if need be, they go ahead and get their replacement head coach, and this team will turn it around next year. There's no need to stress in this year. This is a, a, a learning process for everyone involved in this organization. One, for this young organization before LeBron got there to learn how mm-hmm. to play with a guy of this caliber, and also for them to mentally get to a point where – they don't let the outside distractions of playing for a potential contender and with LeBron James to get to them the way it it looks like it has this past season. Here's my question. Those are very great, valid selling points. Selling points. Um, Who the hell wants to play with? I mean, it seems like no one, and and I'm being very bold, I know, but this word is that, you know, they've been trying to get Kawhi Leonard since the offseason, uh-huh. right? San Antonio, yeah. of course, has sent shipment his ass to Toronto. They tried to lure mm-hmm. Paul George. Now, then Paul George didn't expect him went back to OKC, where I guess he doesn't mm-hmm. have to face as much pressure in the spotlight. And they tried to, to get uh, Anthony Davis, and they failed miserably. Now, I'm one, one who would think, who thinks that they're going to get Anthony Davis in the offseason. I really do. But I have some buddies of mine who think that they'll, he'll go to, he being Anthony Davis, will be going to L.A., right? But it'll be ball for the Clippers. And as mm. well as one, uh, um, what's his name? Um, Kawhi Leonard as well. I just think that it seems like no one wants to play with them. I mean, remember what Kevin Durant once said that this is not a diamond for LeBron personally, but it's like, Playing with LeBron is almost considered "quote unquote" toxic because you know of, of, of the media scrutiny that comes with it, and that people would be like the media laps up LeBron and blames the co-star, if you will, um, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It seems like it, it, it just it, it, you know it, it just seems like you know everything is geared towards throwing the baby with the bathwater. I mean, they're about to. I mean, we all know that. Um, that Luke Wall is not going to be back next season, which is too bad for him, mm-hmm. which he'll probably be glad to get the hell out of there. Who knows? And, you know, and who's to say what's going to happen with LaVar Ball? I'm not LaVar, damn it. Lonzo Ball. Um, Lonzo Ball, yeah. Kyle Kuzma and company. Yeah. It, and speaking of that young talent, is there a possibility that those guys, like, kind of, like, nailed it in when they when they figured that they'll be tr- – that, that, that they were going to be traded, at you know by you know by the trade deadline, and that that they're looking at LeBron side like sideways, and maybe they still they play. I mean, I know that Kyle Kuzma is putting up great numbers, and I know mm-hmm. that uh, Brandon Ingram is putting up better numbers, but mm-hmm. the, something about the chemistry is just so it's so off. It was like it was early in the season before LeBron got hurt, so. 
you know, it seems like it's going to be it's, this is a, going to be a long term problem unless the Lakers, to your point, bring in some troops, brings in the cavalry in the form of Anthony Davis or another free agent or two. Yeah, um, do I think they mailed it in? I don't know if I would say that, but did the talk get to them? Yeah, sure, because they didn't have, and in, in, in their eyes, potentially there was no stability there. They didn't know where they may end up. They may end up in the spot that they don't like. Maybe they enjoy playing with LeBron, but they're still learning how to do so. So there's a lot involved there and and, and, and their development right now. You know, you got to look at it. I think the majority right. of those guys have not been in the league longer than three years. So they're, mm. they're still learning how to play. And then to play with – and for the most part – they haven't been playing with anyone of LeBron's caliber because, of course, Kobe retired shortly, well, actually the year before most of them were selected by the Lakers. So it's, it's new to them to play, play with someone of his caliber and the type of attention that, that he brings. And you're right, it's, it's potentially toxic to, to play with someone of that ilk because, like you said before, the eyes that are going to be on you, and it's going to take a talented, it has taken talented players to kind of shun that, continue to play ball, and play championship level ball alongside LeBron. And when that happens, right. you see what what happens. They, they end up hoisting the trophy at the uh, at the end of the year. So that's this maturity that they're going to have to go through. And then, like I said before, just some other additions that are going to be made. Now the thing is. Hopefully, the Lakers don't get too hasty and 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 pull the Ernie Grunfeld and end up mm-hmm. spending money for the sake of spending money because they didn't get right. the guys they necessarily uh, wanted. <laughs> uh, yeah, ho- hopefully he's on his way out. There's rumors rumbling oh. about him right now. But right. the thing is, you know, if 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 Magic Johnson and the rest of the Lakers organization can avoid that. You know that that malaise or that disappointment of not getting the guys that they want this off season to yeah. go ahead and 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 chalk it up and 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 not be too hasty by spending big money on on uh, uh, unproven commodities and, and right. just wait for next year. But I understand that this fan base may get a little impatient by having LeBron James on that roster for another year and then still not capable of, let alone not keep, uh, competing for a championship, but competing for a playoff spot. And he might get a little antsy himself. But, you know, that's something that we just have to wait and see exactly how that all breaks down. But, yeah, you well, can go ahead and well, just call this season a wrap. If you look at your last six games, there are two yeah. and four in their last six, but those two wins are big wins. Against the Celtics and the and the and the, uh, the Rockets, but those losses, right? My God, the the the, uh, the New Green, Orleans and Memphis, New Orleans and and and, and the and the uh, Atlanta, so in Atlanta too, huh? right? God, wow, wow. Well, let me ask you this: as we're talking about, we should mention Luke Walton like several times. Um, mm-hmm. both did. Who the hell else got they're going to get to coach this team? Who who the hell is going to come into this dumpster fire? To this cauldron, if you will, under the big bright lights of L.A., you know, because L.A., let's face it, still is, always will be a Lakers town. 
Who the hell is going to mm-hmm. coach this team? Who out there could coach LeBron and company? Or is LeBron going to be like the official, the player coach? <laughs> like he's been here, where else he's going? Well, we already know one coach or, uh, or in his situation, potentially assistant coach to LeBron where it's worked before that has Not uh, a history in L.A., and you're right, that is Tyron Lou. So there's a possibility wow. that that could be a, a viable option. He has history with LeBron. He has history with the Lakers. He's won a title game in L.A. So that could be a huge possibility. Um, whoever else may become available, because there could be some firings at the end of this year. Um, and, and Dwayne Casey is also out there, but I don't know how that Lakers organization might feel about Dwayne Casey. And I, think he he, I, well, think he I, I think he wants to chill. Well, if he wants to I think he wants to chill in Detroit, yeah. I forget Dwayne Casey's in Detroit. I, I thought he was chilling at the career, but no, he's in Detroit. You have to forgive me for that one. That's that's my. Lord. I'm sorry. I had a Stephen A. I had a Stephen A. moment on that one. Please forgive me. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. Well, we all know Tyron Lue is out there. He's available, and that is a, 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 a known commodity on all sides. And he has championship pedigree with LeBron, especially. So why not? Sure. 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 Uh, you know, well, I almost forgot about this dude. How about Brian Shaw? I know he's an assistant under Luke Walton, but he has championship pedigree himself. Uh, didn't he play in um, sure he played with the Lakers during, during the Shaq and Kobe run? And I think, mm-hmm. did he play in Chicago with Jordan or no? Um, God, that I can't answer off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I kind of want to say I, he might have played. That that last year or two in Chicago, but I could be wrong. But he yeah. does have coaching experience. He, he does have right. championship pedigree playing, and, and, and he's, he's familiar with that organization. Yeah, the thing is, I don't know what Brian Shaw, the coach, is like dealing with the likes of LeBron and potentially with other talents that they may bring into L.A. Yeah. That's something I haven't yeah. seen before. And, and and something that I would have to question. Well, let me ask you this. This is put up a shut up time, bro. Uh, and I know mm-hmm. again we got thirty two games left in the season. It's a long, the offseason is a long ways away. But yeah, your gut feeling. Will the Lakers? Mm-hmm. How many? Well, first of all, would the Lakers land any any high power free agents? Any superstar free agents? Any max play level player free agents? Ooh, max level. Gut feeling. Gut feeling. Off the top of my head, right now, I'm going to go ahead and say no. I, I, I don't know yet. It, yeah, it, I agree with you. It doesn't look that way right now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I truly believe that Anthony Davis is is going to be the, the thing whether or not they're capable of getting another free agent in. If, if one will sign, I think a third will come as well. And the only one mm-hmm. that I see that's willing to go, but unfortunately does not control his situation as of this moment, is Anthony Davis. The second one right. would potentially be Kawhi because of the conversations that they've had over the past couple of seasons. 
And now this time he will right. finally be a free agent and will have the decision to make to, to go to LA if he wants. But I don't know if he still has that hankering to be a Laker right now. It, it's it's all yeah. up in the air, especially with the way that the, the Raptors look right now. He may be tempted to stay in Toronto, but anything can happen. But as of right now, man, the way it looks, in my opinion, but I also don't have inside connections with locker rooms and players who may know more than I know right now. But right now, the way it looks to me, I don't think so. You know what? Speaking of Kawhi, I don't want to divert from the Lakers conversation too much. Something, something tells me that I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed in Toronto. He's just a weird, different dude. And I don't mean that in a bad way. He, he's just different. Mm-hmm. I mean, his signature shoe is a new, his new balances for crying out loud. That's his signature yeah. shoe. He's just different. He's very, very, very different. He, he seems like he doesn't crave the spotlight. He just wants to be like Marvin Harris and just be quiet and be left to hell, be, be left to hell alone. Um, mm-hmm. He shot me if he stayed. But going back to the Lakers, yeah, we're sharing the bread on this one. But I, I don't, I don't, I, I think they'll be very disappointed. They being Lakers front office, Lakers fans, they're gonna be very disappointed because I don't, I just don't see anyone saying, I don't, I don't see any, I don't see anybody want to play with LeBron right now, let alone as mm-hmm. a Laker. You know, because you know, because I. They, it's a pressure cooker, man. If you if you play alongside LeBron, you're gonna get none of the credit, almost none of the credit when 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 they, and almost all the blame if you lose. See Kevin Love, <laughs> he's mm-hmm. Exhibit A. Um, you know, you know, and who knows but what may happen with him in Cleveland? They may be trading him in the offseason as well. But it's 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 just. This is just bad, looking bad for the Lakers right now. I mean, from getting made a fool of by New Orleans of all people, to being out to be to be risk being outshined in the city of L.A., same city with the Clippers. And again, I think the Clippers are going to get a max player. I think they will. Mm-hmm. I don't know who. I think they'll get at least one max player. So, and, and that would be a huge blow to the Lakers. So one last question, uh, no, like one last question on on Lakers before we move on, and I think we kind of touched on this earlier. Playoffs or no for the Lakers? What's your gut feeling? Yeah, yeah. That's I, I'm I want, I I'm trying to not. It's hard for me to bet against LeBron, and I know again we got 32 games left in the season for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't. It's getting dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. I'm still hanging on by 0.5 percent. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> like Jim Carrey and 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 dumber dumber. So you say we got a chance? I, I you give them a chance. chance. Right, yes. right. I, I I give them a chance, but let's put it this way, bro. If they lose, like they play, who the hell they play tonight? They play New Orleans again. So if they lose New Orleans again. Right, they play New Orleans again. So if they if they if they lose New Orleans again, and if they lose, say, I don't know, for the next six games, after that, yeah, it's a wrap. Especially with Sacramento playing well, especially with the Clippers playing very well, and I think mm-hmm. the Spurs are going to get together because they're too well coached not to. I don't think Grandpa Fish would allow them to keep slumping. I think it's a wrap. 
I, but it's but point my confidence level for the Lakers playoff chances with LeBron are point five percent. I'm hanging on, I'm hanging on, but it's getting dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. And speaking of dimmer, let's talk about my Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, oh I was gonna bring up two quick the, points. I was gonna bring yeah. up two quick points. The thing is, if the Lakers do make the playoffs, which one of the current eight teams? In the West, will get knocked out. The only one that I can see, right, as of right now, right. would probably yeah. be San Antonio. But they would have to play a lot of bad ball. But right. they also, they have a lot of talent on that team. And then the second thing yeah. is with the, the interesting fact that you pointed out about Kevin Love potentially being traded. It's a possibility if he doesn't cost a lot of money, he ends up coming back home to LA playing with the Lakers. With, with, with LeBron James, I understand this, that might be a pipe dream. Now, I understand it's a possibility mm-hmm. that Kevin Love may not ever want to play with LeBron James ever again. But mm-hmm. you also got to remember, he's doing a lot of winning with LeBron, too. And if he can come off the bench and be a veteran presence, and it don't cost him a lot in order to do it, if I'm Magic Johnson, why not? Mm-hmm. Interesting. 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 Yeah, I just, I just, to your point, yeah, that's why I'm like 0.5%. The Clippers are playing yeah. too well, mm-hmm. and you know, and and the Kings are playing well too. So I, I yeah. you know, plus there's a better locker room, better chemistry. So mm-hmm. I, I I just I I it's it's 0.5%, brother, it's, and that's only because again, I tend not to bet against LeBron. There's two people I do not bet against in sports: Tom Brady and LeBron James. The only two people I don't bet against. So yeah, I'm just hanging on. But again, if they lose to New Orleans tonight and for the next six, hell, it might not be, have to go to four of the next six. If they lose to New Orleans again tonight, you might want to unscrew saw, that bulb out of that lamp. I saw a very interesting stat. They have a better chance of getting a top three pick than they do of right. in the playoffs right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that earlier. Oh, fun, fast times in L.A., I tell you. Well, yeah. I guess we should, should, like, should move on to the Steelers and get them the hell out of the way. Uh, <laughs> man, are, are they the – I mentioned earlier, are they the Pittsburgh – are these the Pittsburgh Steelers or the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, it's like – and, and, and the Cowboys haven't had a quiet – except for the Randy Gregory revelation earlier today. But nevertheless, they've been rather quiet, like, unless my Steelers um, – like rather unlike my Steelers, I mean, we all know Antonio Brown's gonna be traded. It's just a matter of where. Mm-hmm. And as according to the general manager Kevin Colbert, they're supposed to be they're supposed to allegedly having four teams interested. And we all know during this round of time of the year around draft time, you can tell the, the GMs are lying, everyone are lying when their lips are moving. So I, I don't know who I totally buy that. And speaking of Kevin mm-hmm. Colbert, when he talked about Ben Roethlisberger being a leader. Blah blah blah. But when he made those kids comment, kids comment about the rest of the the the, uh, the the players. I mean, those are grown ass men, dog. I mean, you you, yeah. you don't call. Let <laughs> me call them kids. Really, kids? It's not those quote unquote kids have kids. It, it's just yes. it's and, and and you know what, man. I don't. I haven't heard of any other general manager or, or coach or whoever owner 
say to the to like to the media, such and such is our quarterback and our leader. Such and such is our leader. We never ha- heard this before. We never heard Bill Belichick call t- say that about Tom Brady or Robert Kraft. We never heard mm-hmm. uh, uh, even Jerry Jones don't, doesn't say anything silly like that. You know that Dak mm-hmm. Prescott's our leader because if they're the leaders. There's no need to be said about it. There's no need to say it. There's no need to speak into existence. I mean, Mm -hmm. which tells me that everything I need to know about Big Big Robert, who are sometimes nicknamed Large Benjamin in this case, I mean, because the dude has no intangibles, leadership intangibles, and you saw on display the last few seasons, he calls out 10 minutes in the media, especially on this radio show. I mean, it's like it's it, you know it's like what Chevin Sharp once said on on Undisputed, you know, if he played with Ben Roethlisberger, they'd have problems because there's no way he would allow Ben Roethlisberger to speak ill of him to the media. He would take he would, he would he said that he would pull Roethlisberger to the side and say something to the tune of this shit ain't gonna happen again, and I believe yeah. he would say that, you know, it's it's like. We don't. You don't have to Jedi mind trick us and think of Ben Roethlisberger as a leader. He's not a leader. He's one of the worst leaders, which is why I've been saying this since the Cows came home this this, this whole season. There's a reason why Pittsburgh's been underachievers like for the past few seasons. On paper, they're one of the most talented teams in the league, probably the most talented team in the AFC. But they keep falling short mm-hmm. the likes of New England, Jacksonville. And sometimes yeah. Baltimore. And, you know, mm-hmm. we're better than they are on paper, but it's just we see this time and time again, and that's and it's because of lack of leadership. There's, there's no leaders in that locker room. And it's not yeah. like Jerome Bettis, Joy Porter, and James Ferrier and Heinz Ward aren't going to be walking in that locker room like anytime soon. So they have to figure it out. I mean, I don't know, like some of the younger players may have to step it up, but I'm done talking about it. Let me, let me just get your thoughts real quick before I say something too outlandish. <laughs> no, because you, you're absolutely correct. And the thing is, unfortunately, unless they bring in another veteran presence, which would be weird still for a vet to come in and attempt to be leadership on that squad, but that's the thing. Not only is he, he not only is he the QB, he's one of the elder statesmen in that organization right now. Right. And that's doubly right. problematic. And if that guy is supposed to be the leader, and what we've seen of him, especially especially over this past season, it's going to be right. very interesting to see how that locker room deals with that over the next couple of seasons, especially uh, until someone else develops a, in, into a leader there. But um, the thing is, though, if you're asking me, yes, even with all of this clusterfuck, if you will, that's going on yeah. in, in, in Pittsburgh, yeah. the Antonio Brown thing is still being handled rather clean in my eyes, from my perspective, as an outside fan looking in. The decisions that are made about Le'Veon, about him being a free agent, which is also clean. Right. You have a replacement in-house for Le'Veon. 
with, 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 with James Conner. You have a replacement yeah. for A.D. with, with uh, Smith-Schuster. The thing is, yeah. you know, you need to go ahead and get you um, a, a compliment for um, for Juju if that happens. And they start to work on that defense a little bit more by making some selections and, and picking up free agents. That team is right back where, where it, 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 it's there. And, yeah. and, and like you said, they're, they're already a talented team. I just think they need a, a piece here and there, especially, God, it's, it's just hard we need some secondary. to replace A.B. And, 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 and Le'Veon Bell, but they still got talent there, man, in, in my opinion. I, I, they, it, this team has a history of being able to move on and move on well. Yeah, I think that we hadn't also recovered from Ryan Shazier. In a spanner, that defense lost a lot of speed, and and, and yes. that's we've been reeling ever since defensively. I look with all that money that they're about to save on not paying Le'Veon, I would use that mm-hmm. to go get Earl Thomas. I know it's a pipe dream. Mm-hmm. Earl Thomas is a free agent. I know he he had a big injury, but I don't think dude is thirty years old, and he still could play. Mm-hmm. We need mm-hmm. secondary help in the worst way. In the worst yeah. way, and I think he'll go a long way with with Joe Hayden to help bring some leadership to like to the secondary. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and also we need a pass rusher. We can draft a pass rusher, but mm-hmm. I, I, I you know I just think that I I think that we got to focus on the defense and we gotta we gotta start grooming guys like Marquise Pouncey, um, 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 uh, Cam Haywood. You know they they're they're they're, hell of a, they're they're great players, but they need to become more vocal leaders because it's obvious that Roethlisberger does not want to be a leader. You know, it's, it's, if the, if the GM has to say it, has to speak into existence, that means he's not a leader. And so exactly. they need more of these young guys to help out because the Steelers' best years in the early two thousand, the mid to late two thousands, and early twenty tens. They were at their best because Robertsburg did not have to be a leader. You had Heinz mm-hmm. Ward there. You had Ferry, James Ferry. You had Joey Porter. You yeah. had Ryan Clark. You had Jerome Betters. You had guys who, especially on defense, who who feel who did who stepped up in the leadership void. Robertsburg didn't mm-hmm. have to do that. He didn't have to worry about it. Um, but he's not a leader. I mean, he, he's just not a he's, he's a terrible leader. And speaking yeah. of leaders, this is an indictment on Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, I hate to say it for like for the Omar Epps lookalike, but he is on the clock in 2019. I think that, and, and, and you and you and you know what proof of that? Someone asked, I remember someone asked, we're in the second, the owner, if he was going to extend Tomlin because normally they they extend their coaches like if they have two years left in the deal or a year mm-hmm. left. A, two, a year or two left on the deal, and and Rooney said something very telling when he said, and I'm paraphrasing, I don't have the quote in front of me, when he said, "We'll we'll take a look at we'll take a look at that in the future, or we'll cross that bridge, when, like like uh, like like when we get there." It oh, wow. told me that this is this is yeah, I mean look it up. I mean, but it's but what he said. What Rooney said, his answer was similar to what to with just what I just said. So, I think this is Tomlin's last stand. 
because mm. we all know, like from reports, that Tomlin has let this locker room get out of control. He's, he's very hands off, and he it is because he's already said about how he allowed Antonio Brown to play by different set of rules because he was so talented until the last yeah. game of last season when he finally said enough, didn't play. So it got to that point, and the Facebook Live stuff, what he did, like uh, what what uh, AB did in the locker room, like when we beat the Chiefs to load it, you know, in the playoffs two, you no, know, three years ago, and uh, and everything else, and it just it just it's just that Tomlin just lost control. I mean, the same Tomlin, yeah, the Tomlin you saw on press conferences, yeah, the Tomlin who's the same, the Tomlin you saw who saw who saw on press conferences was not the same Tomlin. That's been in the locker room, so it's hard. Mm-hmm. I say all that to say this: that's hard to me. It's kind of hard for Thomas to play, have a quick role reversal, and play bad cop when he's been a good cop the entire time. You know what I'm saying? So, and players just sniff that out right away, and him being a phony, they'll get even worse. So, to me, this is Thomas' last stand. If, if, if the Steelers underachieve, there he's gone. I, I think he's gone. I, I, I really do, which is too bad um, for many reasons, but which we will not get into now. But it's it's I, this why I think Tomlin is on the clock. I don't I don't I I don't think Ben Roethlisberger and company have done him any favors. And you know, hey, this is this is it. Uh, Kevin Colbert, the GM, said Ben Roethlisberger's lead had to speak into existence. Which tells me, even though he holds Mike Tomlin high regard, I don't think he's all that confident in his leadership ability, and I don't think Art mm-hmm. Rooney II and in the, in, in the front and the rest of the front office is all that confident in Mike Tomlin anymore. So this 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 could be a big season of change in Pittsburgh if they if they underachieve yet again. Well, yeah, like you said before, he hasn't shown reason to give confidence. Um, right. Like you said before. There was, a lot of, there was a huge veteran presence, especially on that defensive side of the ball, which helped out mm-hmm. with that, which had, which alleviated a lot of that pressure off of him to have to be that type of leader because he already had it in the locker room. Now he's going to have to try. To, he's going to have to do that and do that early in training camp in terms of right exhibiting leadership. Uh, as a head coach and exuding that throughout the team. But then also, I did make the mistake again. You are correct. That Chiefs playoff win that you're thinking about that just popped in my mind while well, I said it was two. No, that was three years ago. And, and um, my God, it's, it's he's going to have to do a lot to prove that he is capable of leading this team in its present form. Because like I said before, yep. I don't think anyone's going to come in and, and and try to be too much of a leader. They'll, they'll, they'll have leadership ability, but they're not – I don't know if they'll be accepted that quickly unless they have accolades behind them to be right. the team leader in that, in that locker room. Yeah, it's just – it's just not looking good for Thomas. Not, I mean, it's it's you know it's messed up when the the like the team du jour, if you will, in the AFC North is the Cleveland Browns. That's where you know it's going. Yeah. That's 
when the Cleveland Browns are all of a sudden a symbol of a lot of us, us, you know it's bad when it's compared against Pittsburgh, a team that's supposed to be so stable for the last 40-plus years. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's totally crazy. But, again, we'll see. It's going to be an interesting offseason. It is an interesting offseason right now, but it's going to be a very oh, yeah. interesting few months coming up to, to um, the draft, with the draft approaching and mini camp. And everything else, the OTAs, it's going to be mm-hmm. very One last thing to wrap up this clusterfuck Wednesday podcast. Oh, <laughs> my it's God. It's the granddaddy of them all, Robert Kraft, owner of one New England Patriots. I mean, oh. we all know what happened. I'm not going to double. Yeah. I'm not going to spend much time on the charge. We all know that he's been charged with two accounts of soliciting a prostitute. A spa in Florida. Mm-hmm. We all know he's one of 25 people arrested at this place called the Orchard of Asia Day Spa. <laughs> mm-hmm. But first of all, for anyone who has questions about whether they should go into any type of massage parlor, if they have the words Asia or Orchard, you might want to avoid that shit. No. <laughs> you might no. want to avoid it. Uh, no. but, and, and the crazy thing about that is, man, Kraft was is not the big fish. He's not the biggest fish, which we can all we, we, we can all pontificate on on a second. But yeah, getting back to how what it means to the NFL. All right, we all know that judge that um, judge that uh, Commissioner Roger Goodell uh, has been judge, jury, and executioner for the past decade plus. We see mm-hmm. them come down hard on players about a due process. We see them go soft on some owners, uh, like 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 uh, for example, um, Jim Irsay in Indianapolis when he slapped him with a five hundred thousand dollar fine. Whoa, you know, which is like a sliver to him, and was I know suspended the first four games of the season, but come on, <laughs> so he's an owner. That's nothing to him. So let me yeah. get. So I say all that to set you up for this, brother. Do you think Robert Kraft, Mr. Kraft, should be made to sell the team? Or do you think that Ooh. there should be lesser punishment, if you will, from coming from Roger Roger Goodell? Fantastic question. Because coming into the conversation tonight, that was going to be my analogy. I was thinking that this situation is somewhere in between Jim Mersey and Jerry Richardson. And for those of you who mm. are familiar with, with both situations, let me go ahead and bring you up to speed. Indianapolis coach owner Jim Mersey was arrested for driving while intoxicated. The punishment that he received, six games, $500,000. Jerry Richardson, former owner of the Carolina Panthers who was accused of sexual harassment within the workplace, you know, for for those that for people that work for him. And of course the extension of the sexual harassment that went on from the 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 Dylan Fridays and all of the comments and stuff like that. A little racy. Now the thing is, in my opinion, first and foremost Dude, why don't you just go ahead and get you a call, girl, and keep this right. as clean as possible? But 
the only way that you can stay a billionaire is to save your money and do it on the Prescott. <laughs> and go ahead and get these girls to do three things for $100 a piece. I guess that's the way that works, right? But I guess so. Um, I just find it interesting is that um, this dude was capable of doing so in consecutive days in January, with one of those days being the day of the AFC Championship game. Yes. Yeah. He had to get a piece. That man. morning. Oh. <laughs> he he had to get a piece. Whatever happened to. Whatever happened to him that Saturday was so good that he had to go back Sunday morning <laughs> Eastern time to go ahead oh. and get him a, 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 a little a, a, a little more loving, if you will, before getting on his jet plane to fly out to Kansas City, Missouri. That, my friend, is insane. Yes. And also, the thing there. is, I'm hearing mixed things about the additional names. First, I heard that there were more names. Now, I'm hearing that there aren't. I don't know where that stands or where that's going to go. And it's supposed to be names bigger than Robert Kraft, which is a little bit more yep. interesting, being that he is a billionaire owner of an NFL team, and, and some of these names are bigger than that. Wow. But the mm-hmm. question is, Will he be forced to sell the team? You already know about the, the recent battles between Robert Kraft and Roger Goodell. Could be an mm-hmm. opportunity for, for Roger Goodell to get back at Robert Kraft in terms of a suspension or getting to the point of serving the team. Now, this is two directions that could be done. One, maybe he does get suspended, but he misses a couple of games. He has to pay a fine that they potentially have to give up a draft pick. Because, like I said before, it's somewhere in between Ursay and Richardson. So, of course, he has to get more than Ursay. But right. the thing is, they just won the Super Bowl. He's going to want to be there for the banner raising. So, there's a possibility that Robert Kraft attempts to get this tied up in litigation so that he's at least capable of seeing the banner raising if not anything else that could potentially happen. Another thing, like you said, there could be a situation where he's forced to sell the team. Now, Kraft wants to get ahead of this. What he could do is relinquish the team to his son so that he doesn't face punishment, the team stays in the family, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of a a win-win for both sides Robert Kraft is no longer the owner, but at the same time, it still stays in the Kraft family. And no one gets I never thought of that. Yeah. And, and, you know, at, 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 at best, I guess, at the NFL, for the NFL, you still make the team pay the fine and, and still find the team a draft pick. But the way that this organization works, finding them a draft pick ain't going to hurt them but so much. At worst, Right. They'll probably end up winning 11 games and still going to the playoffs mm-hmm. by losing the draft. Yep. Wow. But still, those, those are the areas in which this situation could potentially go. And it's very intriguing. I, I'm, I'm waiting to see exactly how this thing is, is handled. Because if Kraft tries to draw this out, that's going to be comical. 
And I want to see exactly how long this litigation potentially goes if he tries to tie it up. But, um, yeah, the fact that he went to a massage parlor to have this done, and, and all of this is happening because of about $300, because if it, 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 the accounts are correct, he paid mm-hmm. three different young ladies at least $100 apiece. So if all of this goes down, because of 300 bucks. It goes to show you, man, that no matter what, there are only two things uh, that no one can beat. That's sex and father time. They're mm-hmm. both undefeated and untied. You can't beat any yeah. of them. And for Robert Kraft to potentially get in a lot of trouble over 300 bucks, a billionaire that is, a well-known billionaire owner to potentially go down for over three hundred dollars is just crazy to me. And what's even crazier though is this other component we hadn't touched on. That's the spy's involvement in human trafficking. That's bad. Yeah. For those for those who don't see you who are not familiar with the concept of human or sex trafficking, you might want to Google it. And if you Google it, you can be like, oh shit. So it, 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 yeah. it kind of so pretty much that. You have that on top of this as well. I know he's been charged with first degree misdemeanor like solicitation to to commit prostitution. I mean that's like a slap in the wrist. We all get that, but the human mm-hmm. trafficking component, especially these young ladies that are underaged, mm-hmm. that 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 takes now, on a whole other side. Now correct me if I'm wrong, because the way the story originally came out was that. Kraft mm-hmm. was knowledgeable of the sex trafficking situation and that he may oh, wow. be involved in it to some degree. I may be wrong about that, but that's the way oh, it seemed to be introduced to me. But could be a way to glorify the story and make more out of it than what it really is, and that may be the case. So if, if, if there is a situation where they were sex trafficking, and he was not aware of that, you can't pin that on him. All you can really pin on him is the prostitution. But if he is involved in it, then you're right. That's when you really have to start thinking about the selling of the team or at least having him removed as owner from that organization and he can't deal with it anymore, especially if he's aware or was aware of the sex trafficking situation, and he's involved in it. Remember, like, we're about the same age, so remember in the 80s, it was the 80s or the 90s, when uh, Eddie DeBartolo got in trouble for gambling, his role in, 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 in uh, work with the Marvel Bill Casino, some shit, I forgot. But it had a center that was the 90s, yes. Uh-huh. And so that was it. Yeah, so it involved the mob. And... Mm-hmm. I know it's different from human sex trafficking and whatnot, but the commissioner at the time was Taglebu. He made himself the team. He made yeah. himself the team to his sister. They stay in their family, but mm-hmm. the, the, the 49ers haven't been the same since. And, yeah. you know, I don't know if the devil will allow Robert Kraft to sell the team to his son, Jonathan, to, to not sell it, but mm-hmm. to, to, to relinquish control to his son, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. If it if it, if sex trafficking is involved, if he's involved in human trafficking, man, oh my goodness, you can 
the the Kraft family could kiss that shit goodbye. I mean, I mean, I never thought I'd see anything get as bad as what happened with Jerry Richardson when he he didn't even try and fight it. He didn't even try to no. uh, to fight him. No. He just he said, you know what, you got me. I mean, he pulled a Walter White and said, you got me, and just and and it just put the team up for sale. And to the point where it stipulated to David Tepper, who eventually bought it, that if you to buy the team, you must keep the statue up. That's how bad mm-hmm. it was. He had to the clause in the contract to say that he had to keep that damn statue of him, of, of, of Jerry Richardson, up. That's how you know that. He's like, you know, you know what? You got me. It's so bad. It's so prevalent. You got me. Now I'm going to try and fight this. <laughs> I'll take one for the team. So, it's gonna be interesting, man. So I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's the Patriots to find a way to beat it, but uh, we'll see, we'll see. All right, man. I know we, this is the closer fuck of the podcast. <laughs> if we got through it, we'll do it again next week, bro. Yes, sir. All right, peace. Oh, who you with? Guys, Wayne Nash. Who you with? That's what got Dwayne Nash. Please check him out on Sleazy Radio on Facebook Live every week, and with with, with coaching company, and on and on the yard slash HBC Sports rest for all things HBC Sports. Thank y'all for tuning into the podcast. Please forgive me for using the term clusterfuck, but that's just how I feel about the, the subject of tonight. The Lakers, them playoff hopes, the Steelers drama, and Robert Kraft's prostitution charges, but. It is what it is, and we got to see what happens with that. It's going to be very interesting in the next uh, few weeks with regard to those three parties. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in to the podcast again. This is Scott Burst. Please check out the clowntimes.net, Clowns Brother K, and find me on Facebook. Take care. Stay warm. Oh, six. Good night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.